The shadows of storm and night. The mysteries of life and light. From unearthly peculiarities, celestial and divine, to apparitions and transcendental signs. You're listening to To The Spirit Podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to The Spirit. I'm your host, Beck. My guest today has been in education for two decades teaching in trauma, anxiety, PTSD, as well as in skill development and employment and skill building. She has worked with children, youth, and adults with developmental disabilities, behavioral consulting, and incorporating creativity with all genres. In her early adult years, she began having visions, which opened her up to the mystical world beyond. Intuition now guides her in her daily life. As the author of Sight Beyond Sight, She shares her encounters and experiences to empower others to expand in the gift of consciousness. She's also the founder and CEO of Sight Beyond Sight. As an empowerment coach, her passion is supporting through whole change and solution-based advocacy, transformation through personal development. Please welcome Rainy Dalrymple. Hi, Rainy. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me, Becky. I'm so glad to be here and, and good afternoon, everyone. I'd love to dig into your history and just give a little background. And if you could just tell us how you got to where you are or how you came into your abilities. Okay, well, pretty simple childhood, carefree and innocent. I did have some abuse encounters as a child and blocked them out, of course, until I was in my adult years. So then fast forwarding into my 20s, I you know, was raising my family And I started having visions, which I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't know, you know, I didn't really have anyone in my life that could explain to me what was going on. And I think, of course, now we're so much more privy to spiritual information. But in those days, uh, not so much. Um, I was fortunate to have a grandmother who was psychic, and she tended to have a lot of uh, psychic revelations in her dream state you know, at night in her sleep. So it was good that I at least had a little bit of uh, support there with her kind of guiding me and helping me to understand a little bit of what was going on. So like I said, uh, in my 20s, I started having visions and quite a number of those visions are in the book, the experiences I've had. And then of course, I, I went into the secular world and attended university, and I've got probably some 30 or 40 workshops under my belt at this point, and worked with, you mentioned all of the genres that I worked with, you know, in the last two decades, but I was always, always infatuated with spirituality, and now I'm not talking about religion, of course, but the spiritual and the the psychic world, and I was just always, like, thrilled by it and, and in wonder about it. And then I would say, you know, about uh, midway on that journey, I began having intuitive information come to me. So it was almost like I was progressing and I was developing, but I was also being given this as a gift. So that took years to to develop and, and to understand. Now, when you say you had visions, what kind of vision? Visions of the future? 
Oh, there were all kinds of visions. Um, so some were in a meditative state whereby, you know, I was just, you know, sitting or, or laying in a comfortable position and I would have visions come to me. So when I say a vision, they tend to come in a picture form or a movie form, but then also with the feelings associated with them. You know, it's a visual experience. And I've had since then, of course, you know, in developing my skills in the paranormal and, and the psychic world, I have visions of people. You know, I see people, you know, as a medium sees people. So I see spirits that have passed on. So a lot of times my clients will come to me and they want to know, you know, someone has passed on in their life and they would just like to know if I have any messages for them, those sorts of things. I know you had worked with uh, special needs children and adults. And did you notice if they had heightened intuitive psychic abilities? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the gals I worked with was deaf, partially deaf and bipolar. She had a few things happening. And they, the staff really had a difficult time keeping her, you know, managed because she was just sort of all over the place with behavior. And it was really odd because she just took to me right from the beginning. And we really just had a good relationship. And and then I remember one day we were just sitting and looking through magazines. I was keeping her occupied. And she just turned to me and she said, you, you're going to get married. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> well, about six months later, guess what happened? <laughs> you know, they just, they do. They have this uh, unique connection. With the They're other side. Pure souls. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know that thing where they say children just know, you know, children yes. and animals, same thing. They're, they're so connected. Can you tell us a little bit about your book, Sight Beyond Sight? Well, it's really quite interesting the way that it, it came out. It, I mean, I had, you know, when we first begin writing a book, we have sort of a an idea of what we want to say or we have an outline. Uh, really, you know, the main focus was that I wanted to help people to become aware of consciousness, that any of us can develop these gifts and we can progress in the gift of becoming conscious. This book really brings together not just that metaphysical piece, but also the practical side of life. So, you know, I talk, I talk a lot about, you know, practical things, like I'll, I'll talk about trauma and how it affects us and has affected us. I share experiences and stories. I talk about PTSD, just very ever so briefly, you know, just things like that, that we experience in everyday life, because we are living the human experience. So we're not immune to things happening in our lives. But also, it's about bringing that intuitive consciousness in and how can we empower ourselves to grow in our own personal development and build our character create solutions in our lives and if anyone has had traumatic experiences in their lives how can we become resilient out of it right so there's a yeah. lot of stories in there that are very reflective they've been my own experiences they've been some experiences that others have shared with me and I just really bring those together to show us that we really need the two. We really need the two to have that balance in life. We do. Can you explain a bit about the eight keys? 
Well, you know, some of them, some of your readers will be familiar with because, you know, people write books all the time and, you know, the psychology fields and the paranormal fields and things like resilience. You know, we know about resilience. So that's the first key. And that's, we're talking about bouncing back from difficulties or trauma or anything like that, rejuvenating our lives, building into change. How can we benefit from perhaps losing a partner in our lives or a child? Or how can we, you know, loss is a big thing in in life, right? I also talk about imprinting in my second chapter, which is really quite fascinating. And it's, I'm, I'm sure some of your readers have heard about cell memory and how it affects us and how it how it actually is responsible in helping us make decisions in our lives. So how, when we have an experience, that experience is not only something that we experience physically, we experience that mentally and emotionally as well. And that experience, the effects from that experience are stored in our cells, which are within our entire being. So within our cell memory. And how can we, if we've had an experience that is unfavorable, how can we change that? How can we redesign our life to go in a direction that's positive? I talk about releasing after that, reflection. Reflection is really important because in a progressive world, we're all about goal planning and achieving. There also needs to be that time for reflection, that time to sit in stillness. You know, Eckhart Tolle talks about being in the moment of presence. And then I talk about core. So the core self, that's very reflective of emotional regulation and centeredness, you know, organization in our lives, fitness, healthy habits, you know, those sorts of things. And then quantum energy is another fascinating chapter where I I really get into consciousness and you know, first we have awareness, right? So we need to become aware of the fact that there is possibly a bigger world out there, whatever our belief systems are, God and the angels. And there's people that go even, you know, deeper than that, the underworld and and all those sorts of things. But it's really just about, okay, once we recognize that there is a possibility of more than just this tangible physical world that we live in, which is essentially, as you know, the 3D, right? It's the 3D world that we're in. And what's interesting about the timing of this book, because I started this book like a long time ago, um, what was really interesting about picking it up a year ago and finishing it was how the timing of this with everything that's happening in our world globally right now and how we're journeying through that 4D consciousness now. We're leaving the tangible 3D materialism world, moving through that portal, so to speak, the tunnel of 4D consciousness and raising our awareness and coming into the awakening of the 5D world and the fifth dimension. So it's it's just fascinating how we can apply, you know, then I go on and I talk in the next chapter about flow and vibration and, and how we can do that, how we can begin to do that. I think there's a lot of confusion with the dimensions because we think we're in the 3D world and everyone speaks about we're moving into 5D. And I always had this thought that spirit resided on 4D 
So I'm just confused as to, and I'm sure many people are like, what, what is your thoughts on what 5D is? Well, you know, it's interesting because I too, you know, had a certain perspective on what that meant. But then, you know, as you dig more into this and as you're going through your own personal transformation and growth, you really start to realize that energy is energy. It's alive. It is abundant. It's all around us. So energy is alive no matter what dimension you're, you're functioning in. So even in the 3D world, we're still in contact and communication with energy. We're made up of energy. So let's say an easy way to maybe explain it is you're thinking about someone that you haven't seen in a long time and you know you just you have a dream maybe about them the night before or all of a sudden you're you find yourself thinking about them throughout the day over coffee all of a sudden the phone rings and guess who it is it's that person so that's a, a, a simple example of how energy is functioning across the 3d world because energy that type of an experience is a subconscious experience. So subconscious minds connect with subconscious minds. So then we go into our 4D experience. And I think this is probably like, you're right, Beth, like this is where people kind of have some confusion. When we are in the 3D world and we start to become aware that there's more than just the physical plane, and we start to recognize that there's more to life than this earth, that there's a spiritual content of some kind, either in the greater out there or within us, you know, depending on our belief systems. We start to have experiences that, let's say, for example, you're walking along the sidewalk and your grandmother who passed away, um, in fact, I have a story in there that I share that my daughter had about feathers, but you're walking along and all of a sudden, a, a gust of feathers, just just like in the wind, floats towards you. Right. And right in that moment, you were thinking of that person. That is an experience in consciousness, in spirit. But when we are starting to venture into 4D, it's like when you've got two extremes, black and white. There's all the gray in between. So you could kind of visually look at it like that, whereby we may all be in this 4D experience, but all of our personal revelations and all of our personal experiences are so vast and so different. But yet we can understand and we can connect with what that other person is experiencing if we've had some kind of a similar experience as they have. And then I don't think any of us fully know unless maybe you can share with me if you're, you know, if you're versed on it. But I, I think we're all really kind of just sort of trying to figure out exactly what that 5D consciousness is going to look like and and understand it. But all that we know is that we that's where we're heading. That's our destination. And some that are more progressed may already be entered into that gateway of the fifth dimension. But as mm. an earth, as a planetary earth platform, we are all moving in that direction. So it's something that we're reaching for and we're moving towards. Does that make sense? 
It does. You know, you think with everything in flux and what seems to be a bit of chaos, you know, things are chaotic right now. Yes. You want you wonder, will it take a divine intervention or, or maybe an earth change for us all to move within that 5D? Well, and I think, too, that, you know, you speak about the chaos. That is bang on. It's exactly what everyone is going through. So everyone is experiencing the shifting. We are all experiencing it at different levels and in different ways, daily, weekly, monthly, you know, we're all wondering, we're all growing, we're all growing in this experience, no matter where we started from. Some people are awake, were awakened before this began. Some people have come into awakening, and some people are still sleeping right now. So we're all in this together, in a sense. And we're all moving towards that goal of enlightenment, and more of a, an awakening awareness. Do you think there's a timeline? Um, you know, honestly, I can't really speak to that right now because there have been a lot of, you know, of course, when something like this happens, everyone comes from every direction and from every different schooled train of thought and unschooled train of thought. So I don't really have a specific timeline on it. I know that I'm often given timelines in the day or, you know, that might be for the next month, or perhaps if I'm doing uh, an intuitive reading with someone, they'll ask me, where do you see me in six months? And I can get, I kind of get a handle on what is happening in the greater world through that reading because of, of the information that's given by my guides. So to say overall right now, though, you know, what do I see? I mean, logically, we can look at the logical piece of it that likely things will lift in the spring for the summer because, I mean, logically, you know, the flu and colds recede at those times. And right. so, you know, we can determine that we'll get back to, to living life a little bit more normally, you know, as normally as we possibly can. But to say what will happen beyond that at this time, I haven't been given that. That was going to lead into my next question, what you saw coming. Oh, <laughs> well, honestly, I do try to be careful here just simply because there is a level of fear that is being dictated to us in a tyrannical fashion across the world right now, you know, with our leaders and, and those that have a different agenda for the mm -hmm. people of the world, a not very benevolent agenda. So I, I, I just kind of feel like my take on it, even looking back in the last year, is that anything could happen because you've got energies of all kinds coming in and contributing their agendas. So I think, if anything, what I could say is that as we are becoming more and more awakened, that we contribute in a positive way towards that benevolent energy and putting that positive energy out there to help raise the level of awareness and awakening and, and just of vibrancy across the whole earth, you know, so that that's relevant in our own personal lives every day. So when we're having challenges with what's going on, if we're having fear or depression or anxiety or anything like that, you know, we want to bring in tools that can help us to raise that consciousness to a higher vibratory level 
You know, Esther Hicks talks about that. I'm sure you're familiar with her and a lot of other schools of thought. And then, you know, also read, reach out to programs such as yourselves, uh, you know, to educate ourselves and then work with people that work in the field of, of vibration and energy up and coming. You know, I'm just working on getting my, my programs out there where people can come in and, and join in on a Zoom type experience and and learn and grow personally and individually but then also share in an interactive format to help us grow. Let's talk about what you do and what you offer and where you can be found. So as I said, uh, right now my biggest passion would be to get this book out because the book is so filled just filled with stories, you know, of of angelic visits I've had and, and, you know, even some dark energy uh, experiences I've had and, and just, you know, how to bring a solution in to those problems when they arise. And just by reading the book, you get a better sense. It's almost like, a, I don't want to say a beginner's, a beginner's um, guide, but in a sense it is because it's just got a lot of little bits of everything in there and information to understand how everything interconnects in a grid pattern, so to speak, um, and how we can create a better life for ourselves consciously. So I offer, you know, of course, the book. And then again, all they need to do right now is is go to my website, which is sitebeyondsight.org. And I have on there individualized if people want to just reach out to me and have, you know, a one-off intuitive reading some people hire me for business or personal consulting, whereby, you know, we tie in the practical with the intuitive. And again, you can look for me soon on all platforms. You know, I, I just signed up for TikTok the other day. So, you know, I'll be on <laughs> Zoom and TikTok. Yeah, a little behind with that one. Um, and just, I'm going to be posting this on my website. So they'll there'll be a way to just log on there and go to whichever platform is comfortable for them. His senses and time perception are distorted. He becomes confused and he displays irresponsibility. And... you're coming into the times I don't even have a TikTok yet. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hesitant with that one, but you know, it's just doing so well and you know, Facebook seems to to be it's still there, but it's it's functioning at a different level, I guess. TikTok seems to be a little more upbeat and quicker. Definitely, it's kind of like a dying platform in a way, I think. A lot of people are moving over to different platforms to find their information mm -hmm. in a different way. Yes. Um, I notice a lot of healers and mediums and psychics and spirituals it seems to be an uptick and i'm stepping forward now like there is a grand thing happening i think people uh you know your average joe is experiencing more spiritual encounters they're seeing this happening daily and they're questioning it so i'm so glad i get to speak to people that can help guide or help give information 
to help them through these transitions? Absolutely. Um, What's happening, and it's been happening for quite some time now. I mean, I, I can't really put a definitive figure on it, but, you know, let's just throw, you know, 10 years out there, for example. We've seen the progression of psychic mediums coming forward. We've seen new platforms open and that sort of thing. But what's happening essentially began happening long before this last year, and that is the veil is thinning between Earth and the cosmos. So you're definitely seeing more people having visions, having experiences that they can't understand, that they don't know what's going on. This is this is why, you know, shows such as yours are key because it helps people to become aware that that you're you're it's okay. <laughs> you know, you don't have schizophrenia. It's 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 almost like it's becoming the norm in a sense, especially with the numbers of people awakening. And I, I feel that it's that for sure is just going to continue. And I'm getting right now, between now and the next three years, you're going to see a massive, massive flood of people awakening to the point where they will have revelations, they will have their own psychic intuitions. It may just be, you know, in their own personal lives, but this is what we want. We want people to have those experiences to help guide themselves and to progress their lives in a positive way so that now now we're all contributing to raising the vibratory um, levels of the earth and towards the good and the benevolence that can happen between people and between groups and you know no more black lives matter stuff i mean god that should have that that shouldn't have even happened in this last year i mean that's something that was and through love and, and through kindness and, and, and just equality for decades now. So this is what, you know, education can do when we help each other. We're helping to raise that vibration. I completely agree with that. <laughs> I like your approach through the work you're putting out as far as needing to kind of heal ourselves and just put ourselves together for what's coming, for the change mm-hmm. that is coming into everybody's life. And it's ongoing, you know, as we know, it's ongoing. I mean, we're being called to break barriers and overcome limitations, you know, that programming. And I talk about that in the book, programming that is from our childhoods and, and people that model in our lives and that sort of thing. So coming into awareness is the first step. And then coming into that awakening will help to help us to create a life of mastery for ourselves. And we know when we're happier, everybody's going to be happier because we'll feel better about ourselves. So then we're more open to share and connect with others. Definitely helping others. How do we be open to the possibility of things that are coming in from the other side, the other dimensions, spirits and guides? Well, you know, one thing people can do when they do start to have these experiences That can include also dreams because a lot of times messages will come to us through our dreams. So, you know, just get a journal, sit down and log your experiences. You can have separate journals for dreams and separate journals for life experiences, but you can feel free to put it all in one book. And you'll see as you write it out, it's just another amplification that helps you to realize, wow, this really happened to me. 
this is like an actual true experience that I'm going through. And you start to come into that acceptance of another worldliness, like a cosmic force that is greater than ourselves that is out there and is helping us. And I'm sure, you know, many of your readers have probably had experiences where maybe they got into an accident and it was a miracle they survived. Or I talk about one experience in my book where my girlfriend and I were just sitting one day having tea and all of a sudden the plant in my room just started swaying and moving. (laughs) It was just phenomenal because, I mean, the heat wasn't on, the air conditioning wasn't on, there weren't doors being shut. It was just like we looked at each other like, whoa, what is happening? So it's those moments that we can capture and we can write them down. And, and that helps us to, to move through that process. And then the second thing we can do is sit in stillness, draw a bubble bath, put on some soft music, and just sit in stillness and just reflect in your mind and in your spirit and with your emotions. Reflect on life or things that have happened to you or things that you're wondering. Those are ways that we can open the doorway to the other side. Because I think too, you know, as you can see, I'm so passionate about this, I could go on and on. The other piece of it is that what happens is, is in our structural world, and in our educated world, you know, they say children from about five on start to forget, because up until that point, they actually have spiritual experiences. And there's been all kinds of accounts of children that have had reports of seeing a grandfather that has passed away or things like that. But unfortunately, what happens is we feel like there's a wall there. There's a wall between this world and the God world. And what we come to find as we move through these experiences and we open ourselves up to these experiences and we have them, what we realize is that there are no walls. There's just no walls. There's no barrier. The sky is the limit. Anything is possible. And so that's when we start to really grasp that and move into it, into the experience and realize that we can be, do, or have anything. It's there for us. We just have to move into it. Yeah, I think a lot of that uh, with children comes in through programming, through people uh, stopping that connection at a young age or, yes. you know, and yeah. I, and also genetic programming, things that are coming through your DNA. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, some people will have spontaneous experiences So when I was a child, I was about um, five. I went out of my body for about, well, it seemed like it was about maybe 10, 15 seconds. But it was probably more like, you know, two or three minutes. And so, you know, I, I always felt like from that point on that there was something different about my life at that point, like moving forward. But I didn't really have any experiences growing up in my teenage years or anything like that, that I could really pinpoint and say, bring it back to that moment. It wasn't until my 20s that I started having revelationary experiences. So not everyone will have spontaneous experiences like that. Sometimes they have to invoke them through energy work, you know, so that could include tapping or meditation or visualization and, you know, just 
being in the moment of mindfulness. We have to sometimes prime those techniques in order to open that doorway for ourselves. Have you had an OBE or out-of-body experience since you were a child? Um, yeah, I did when I was in my 20s. Scared the heck out of me because I was just sitting in the living room watching a movie. I had just put the kids to bed and all of a sudden my soul just started to lift off my body and up, like move up to lift up out of my head. And, you know, I, I hadn't really, I hadn't really gotten into energy work of any kind or, you know, any understanding of it at that point. So I just, you know, I just called on my Lord and, and he just, as soon as I did that, I just, my, my soul just shot right back into my body. Seems to be frightening for many people when that experience happens. I think so, because it really threw me off for a bit. I wasn't sure what to think of it. I didn't know who to talk to about it. And so, you know, if any of your readers are having experiences like that or have had experiences of that, you know, this is why it's really good to reach out to someone you can trust and someone that has some understanding of, of what's going on or what transpired so that they can they can be at peace with it. You know, they may never, ever have another experience like that again, but it also may open them up to, to having different experiences. So it just depends on where, you know, I've heard of people being given the gift of sight and just having had so many experiences that they, they just flat out said, I don't want this anymore and just turned and walked away from it because it was just too overwhelming for them. Yeah, I think fear plays into that. Yeah, yeah. We leave our bodies every night. I mean, when we dream. And, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I know that there's times where you kind of crash right back in. And <laughs> yeah, they think, always say, you know, they always say if you, you know, sometimes you wake up and you feel like you were falling out of the bed, you wake up and you feel like, oh, I almost fell out of bed. That's the moment, right? When you were out of your body and then all of a sudden, like you say, you just boom, you crash right in. I've had that several times. <laughs> oh, gee. And it's not a very good feeling, is it? It's not. <laughs> if I could say anything, it would be just to encourage people to not be afraid. There's a lot of fear, you know, as we've both touched on briefly uh, across the earth right now. There's a lot of chaos. People have lost their jobs. We're all trying to figure out what to do about that. There's more fear mongering that's happening that, you know, there's going to be more viruses coming and a new world order and that sort of thing. And I think while it, it is intimidating, we need to really come into that awakening of consciousness in order to basically to save ourselves. Because if we're walking around in fear, we're putting out that energy into the world. And so... By coming to know infinite intelligence, which is God, which is divine source, which are, which are all of the angels that support us and help us. And those are angels, you know, archangels, but they're also, you know, people in our lives like grandma or grandpa that have passed away that are with us or an old friend. I mean, we have, we have like the resources of all of that support. And if we can just bring ourselves to grasp that, 
that is going to help us to have a more calm approach to, okay, yeah, there's a lot of things going on right now, but let me just take a moment and do some deep breathing. And that's another technique I talk about in there. Do some deep breathing and just get centered because guess what? We're going to be okay. No matter what, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And there's some, of course, some routine and ritual, simple techniques that we can do, hydrate, nourish, stay in movement, these sorts of things. And I've, I've done some videos on that in the last month. But we also need to nourish that, that spirit, you know, that spirit life, the spiritual consciousness that is within us. It is within us. It's yes, it's outside of us. It's in the greater cosmos, but it's inside of us. And it's by bringing those two together and connecting, we can now map our lives. We can now create that mastery in our lives. And, and, and it's, it's, it's crazy. It's like when we do that, we bring all of those right people towards us energetically. And we connect with all of those bright people. And then now we, we all are vibrating in that vibration together. And we're creating a new world. And that could be very simply what it is. We are now actually in the midst of creating the new earth. Because we're actually living it. And we're actually conscious of it. And, and conscious in moving forward in our own intuitive consciousness empowerment. I just love it. <laughs> I do too. In the, in the highest of good. And it's this balance. It's this balance of keeping one foot kind of aware as to what's happening, but without going into it so deep that like yes. you said, you're, you're putting out that negative energy or cause you're absorbing it and just pushing it out. And that, that other side of really staying grounded and having that, that spiritual connection, that thing within you, like yes. you spoke about. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, like in, in, in all truth, we can just go and hide our head in the sands, you know, like the ostrich does. But we do, we do have to be educated to a degree. We have to be educated in what's going on globally so that we are aware of some of the pitfalls that are happening politically and economically. But we don't want to be too top heavy in that realm because that's going to bring us down. It's, it's, as you said, we want to, we want to then, you know, we want to be aware of the practical, but then we also want to bring in that consciousness. We want to walk in life consciously and bring in all of those gifts that come from spirit and incorporate the two together so that they merge and we are now creating a positive path. And we're very lucky to have people like yourself that are light workers or, you know, almost living guides that can help people through through these transitions. And I'm so happy that I get to talk to people like you because I know that a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of famous people and they're always the ones in, in the spotlight. And we look at the world and we say, there's so many bad people out there. Where are all the good people? And right. the good people are there. They're just not getting directed to in the right way. Right. And so I love that my program can bring people like yourself out for others to reach out to, to book a consultation, a reading, to pick up your book and read through it and do some self-work. Absolutely. And 
Absolutely. So, and, you know, I've had mentors that have gotten me to here, right? So I'm, you know, I'm grateful for those people that it may have been one little thing that they showed me or taught me. It may have been an essence, lots of teachings. They've gotten me to this point. And so that's how it's important for us to share what we've learned with others. Um, because in that in that feeling, it's almost like like it's an emotional feeling of buoyancy, then we can come into alignment with who we truly were divinely created and brought to this earth to be. And we all deserve that. We all deserve to be that person. We all deserve to to walk in alignment and to fulfill our passions. All of our passions are, are different and different at different times in our lives. You know, there's a time in our life when we you know, are in the childbearing years, we want to raise a family. And then there's a time to put our energy into our career that we have different hats that we wear. Right. And, and it's, it's really important that we, as you say, we, we share with one another and we grow together um, because that's really, that's really what the divine wants of us to do is, is to be the best people that we can be. For sure. And and to be a warrior, you have to go through your trials and tribulations. You have to go through some of the greatest heartbreaks and, and traumas in order to heal, to become yes. this strong person. You know, as you can see, I'm just, I'm passionate about people coming into awakening and I just can't wait to, uh, you know, to talk to some of your listeners. My phone number's on there. They can text me, they can call me, they can find me on on Facebook uh, they can send me a messenger message I mean the, the beauty of um, social media is and, and social connections is is vast you know so they can feel free to reach out to me and and we can have a chat they'll find that I'm not this uh, super expensive person because my heart is in in helping people so I like to be able to I like it to be able to be affordable for everyone. Um, yes. You know, so that they can grow with that instead of, you know, having to refuse help or support because it's just thousands of dollars out, out of their reach. It's so, so true. It's so true. There's so many out there that you turn to and you say, I would really like to sit down with that person, but I simply, it's either my mortgage <laughs> payment or, right. you know, and it's to me, a true healer or somebody uh, that is serving uh, or of service does that reasonably. They don't, they don't make yes, it difficult exactly. for the person. So, well, um, because the beauty in all of that is that when we help each other, you know, that person, you know, when you're helping someone else or someone's helping you, you're expanding, you're growing, you're growing in not only your personal life, but in your goals and your dreams. So there are a lot of leaders globally that have been sleeping on their sister's couch and then through masters helping them, you know, they're now wealthy and they're doing well in their lives. And, and so that's what it's all about. It's, it's about helping one another. And, and growing together. And growing spiritually by doing so. Exactly. Rainy, you've been great to speak with. And I want to let my listeners know that I'm going to link up her website and her contact information in the description of the episode. So if you'd like to reach out and contact her, if you'd like to go over and buy her book, it'll be easy for you to do so. Thanks for having me, Becky. It was, it was a pleasure sharing with you. And I just really enjoyed sharing 
all of the information and and possibility. Possibility well, is you. there for all of us. To the spirit Divine source, heaven, the dead, magic, magic.